Hello and welcome to Not A Phase, the Gator Z of queer topics, stories and funny moments. Today I've got Tarek Quiss opposite me. Hey Tarek. Hey, how's it popping? So you actually came recommended to me, we were just chatting about this before yeah. we sat down to record, uh, by a handful of different people. Aww. You have made quite the impression. Apparently, I didn't know this until now, but thanks. <laughs> thanks if you're out there and you're listening. So today we're here to talk about being you, which is kind of your tagline, right? Mm -hmm. What's your tagline? It is be you, be free, be fabulous. So for anyone who is meeting you for the first time, then tell us a little bit about you. Okay, well, I am a dancer, choreographer, content creator, born in South London, Brixton, to be precise. And I'm still there now, which is like a monumental moment for me. It's not um, like you never really meet like a Londoner. You don't. Oh, you're such I a rarity. I it's love very it. rare. So every time I, you know, work with someone or meet someone, they're like, oh my gosh, that's insane. So that's a good little thing about me. Um, before I did that, I did childcare and I was a nursery nurse for eight years, which allowed me to love children and cherish them and you know, bring them into this world. Um, other than that, I'm here to embrace who I am, give it to the world and just encourage all to be you free and fabulous. That sounds absolutely amazing. I'm yeah. super, super excited about recording this. So this time of year is quite exciting for many. As we know, it's the lead up to Christmas. You might be going out, you might be going to a few Christmas parties, you might be catching up with friends, maybe you're dating a bit more or maybe you're starting dating for the first time. But it's also a time of year where you're very on show I think I feel yeah. like you're very you're putting yourself out there you know you're very conscious about the way that you look the way that you act mm -hmm. so I wanted to talk a little bit about cultivating your authentic self mm. like what what do you feel is being authentic I mean obviously what you feel authentic in yourself is going to mm, be different, different to, to how I feel authentic yeah. but how would you sort of define being authentic I think for me, the definition would just come from like, how do you feel within? Like, do you feel comfortable? For example, I don't know, like wearing trousers. Does that make that authentic to you? Do you feel more authentic if you wear a crop top? Like for me personally, I'm not a baggy. If we're talking about clothes, I'm not a baggy wearing person. I feel more confident and myself if I wear a crop with a high waist trousers, which is not necessarily the norm, I guess, in society when you see someone who is I guess, looking more male, masculine, that makes me feel comfortable mm -hmm. and makes me feel authentic. So for me, finding that energy, finding that root is what makes me feel me. And that's what's going to keep me going and going to embrace myself and bring that into the world, you know? Yeah. So finding elements about you and what brings, brings you to the table is doing some research and figuring out what you like, what you dislike and just mixing it, mashing it up together. I think what you were saying as well about like being authentic in the way that you dress is really interesting because obviously you've just met my girlfriend for the first time, yeah. Charlie. Um, she has auburn hair at the moment, but if you'd have met her a week ago, then it would have been platinum blonde. And that's right. how she's been for years. I'm talking wow. years and years. Okay. And it was a decision that she made um, very like spur of the moment. And everyone yeah. was like, yeah, go for it. But she now is a bit like, I don't know if I feel like myself. And it's really interesting because something mm. so simple as that or what you were saying, about like the trousers or how you wear like baggy clothing yeah. it really does make a difference like how you how you sit and also I feel like how you feel in clothes as well like I really I personally like don't like wearing like too tight stuff because right. I, I feel like a sausage encasing <laughs> as I'm getting older I feel like it's uh -oh, all coming it's out not a good vibe. <laughs> it's not yeah. a good vibe or a good look actually right. <laughs> but um what about like inside then how do you feel authentic are there certain situations where you feel like your authentic self um, do you know what? It's so difficult when you talk about the feeling inside because that comes from how you 
approach people, how you speak to people, if you hold back from laughing from certain situations. And I just feel for me, if I just allow that situation to unfold and I was like, you know what? I found that funny. Let me laugh. Even though it might be inappropriate or it might come across as, oh my God, no, you're so gay. Like, no, this is how I present myself and I'm not going to apologize with it. So I think if you just don't hold back and don't feel like you're expressing yourself in the wrong way, then you can find that inner wisdom to be like, actually, this is me. This is how I speak. This is how I laugh. This is the, you know, slogans I use or the words that I, you know, give to people when I present myself. This is me. 100%. I definitely struggled with that as well. And I I struggled with that, like moving to London. <laughs> I'm a bit of a like accent chameleon, right. I call myself. So like by the end of this podcast, I'll probably be ending up like imitating like parts <laughs> oh, of gosh. your accent. Okay, I'm excited for it. <laughs> because like whenever I'm around people, I take on whatever they, you know, sound like. Yeah. And when I first moved down to London... I was like, well, to fit in with everyone, I've got, I've got like a sound like this, you know, I was going around and I was like, Who, who's having pizza tonight? Like oh, who's wow. doing that? Like, and it's not how I sound, right. but I was really like, not consciously, but I was like subconsciously like trying to like yeah. fit in. And only recently has like my real accent. Like, <laughs> it's just so come out. It's just like, because I just feel like more comfortable in myself That's and around people. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, like you actually, you sound like you again. Yeah. Um, and I think something as simple as that, like yeah. just accepting it is. Yeah. But to be fair, I think we all do. I do it. Like when I'm around like my straight guy friends, for some reason, my laugh is like this. It's like, uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, that, that's cool. I get you. And I just hold back and I just think, no. Is that is that a straight laugh? Like Apparently. Is it? Apparently. Well, for me anyway. It's like, it's, it's like a, a, a queer laugh, more like, it's like involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm part of it. I'm part of it. This is your world. Let me get involved in it. But it's, it's and I notice this and I realise it a lot. And I just had to take a seat back and think, Tarek, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Like, don't change for anyone. Yeah. But it comes out. It does come out. And it's fine. As long as you know it and you, you know, figure it out, then find your, find your truth, find your voice and mm. just let that express. So talking about expressing yourself, let's talk a little bit about dance. Like, tell us what you do and, like, how did you kind of get into that? Like, how do you feel, like, when you're dancing? Is that is that your authentic self? Yeah, I mean, at the beginning, to be honest, oh, for me, dance is what I love. It's what I enjoy doing. So in the beginning, it was very much like, oh, I'm excited. Like, I want to learn everything. I want to be involved. So went to college, did the whole ballet, contemporary jazz and street dance on the side, which I really loved back in the day. And I still love it now. But I think because I was young, I didn't really know who I was. It was, again, finding my feet within dance, right? And um, now I teach more commercial pop and I teach heels. And I do feel a lot more confident when I put a pair of heels on and just feel, you know, sassy and I guess express myself in the way of movement within within hills, and I know that's me, and I can really put that out there. Um, but that came with a journey, and it came with, I guess, being stereotyped and going to auditions and knowing that I didn't fit in, getting to the last you know round, into the lineup, and then they say no because you're not muscular enough or you don't have you know a clean look, as they call it, quotes unquote. And a clean I know look. what What's, the hell's a clean, what look? Is a clean look. And you know what's funny is because. There was this agency that I was with and they dropped me because I didn't have a clean look. And I, at that time, I had no hair, no, you know, facial hair. And I was just thinking, I'm as clean as it comes. <laughs> like, I don't understand what like you're talking about. Like a beluga whale, like <laughs> everything's smooth. Like what's cleaner? Yeah, do you know what I mean? So 
I, it's just really baffled me. And I, going through those moments in my life and going through the, the no's and the maybes, and I just felt very low. And I thought, what am I missing? And the one thing I was missing is not giving a crap and just put out there what I want to put out there. And when I did that is when I feel doors open for me. Like that really, like finding my feet and... I guess um, accepting it more than I did before is when more opportunities opened and I gained more respect and I gained, um, you know, more love from the community, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but it came, with its, it came with its hurdles, as does everything, but it's how you're going to find your way through it, right? Yeah. How are you going to jump it? How are you going to find a solution? What are you going to do about it, you know? Um, and that is what my outlook in life in general is. It's all about the positive way of it rather than the negative because we all go through it. You know, we just need the right people around us to help uplift us. I really like what you say, like about not giving a crap, because that's yeah. kind of how I felt like being more my authentic self as nice. well. Um, I was reading Amy Poehler um, from like SNL and like, mm. Tina Fey, like the American comedian. Um, if anyone doesn't know who she is, Parks and Rec. Um, <laughs> I love her, but in her book, she says, um, treat your career like a bad boyfriend. Ooh. And I was like, I, I was reading it on the tube because I used to read it when I went to work and I didn't like my job at the time. And I was like, right. So if I just treat them like someone that I don't like, yeah. you know, I don't really care about, yeah. whatever. Um, and it, it worked. It okay. kind of works. I was like, there's so, there's so little like pressure on on things then and you don't care as much about yeah, stuff. Exactly. And, and stuff just, just kind of came in a little bit. And I, I've heard that from a lot of people that if they just calm down a little bit, don't care as much like yeah. stuff happens I don't yeah know why. it's the whole saying about don't don't care about what people say what people think of you you know it's a reflection of themselves and I feel like it's true it is true and sometimes it's hard to embrace that it's hard to remember it but again having the right people to remind you is what's going to get you out of that that stink right yeah what's that book called because I would love to know oh um she's it's her it's her biography um i don't know exactly what it is called but i could we yeah maybe we can find it later or something yeah so talking about like other people um so i was on instagram the other day and my old boss put out a like one of those reshares on instagram mm. um i sound like i'm about 60 years old don't i <laughs> just, just resharing the same one, on of those, one of those resharing. we should doing this <laughs> um and it said something like in life all of the small little things that people tell you like mm. start to build up and they start to become like your personality traits. Right. Um, so she was making like little examples of, you know, somebody teaches you how to do your makeup, but that's how you do your makeup. Someone teaches mm. you a recipe, that recipe sticks with so you for true. years. Yeah. Like how important do you think that is in cultivating like who you are? Because that is almost like on the flip side of it, you know, are we always us or are Ooh. we a mixture of all the people that we surround ourselves with? Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. It's very true. I mean, a lot of people influence your life for sure. And it does, um, you know, build you to the adult that you are. I think everyone, it's like when they say, you know, nothing's ever authentic anymore. Nothing's, no no idea is um, truly new or organic. It's come from somewhere now. And I understand that and I get that. But what I think makes it true to you is how you take that skill and change it or how you take that skill and elevate it. That's what makes it authentically you. Um, but to be fair, I had to watch a ton of videos to figure out how to do a a winged eyeliner or, you know, do a creased, a cut crease look. And yes, that was a skill that was given to me from another person. But it's how I'm going to 
do that on my own face, which makes me different, I guess, or authentically me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a good way to look at it. I've never, I've never seen it in that sense, to be fair. But everyone does have an influence in your life. And it may be a good thing or a bad thing, but it's just how you take it. Yeah. 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 I think about that every time I add soy sauce to um, my bolognese. That's, oh. Yeah. That's my soy sauce? Yeah. It's, I never know it, that. It's my yeah. secret ingredient for everything. Like oh, some nice. vegan chef like ages ago said, oh, if you want to season like your vegan mince or mm. if you're doing like a chili or a bolognese or something, mm. just add a dash of soy sauce. And literally nice. everyone's like, oh, this is really tasty. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. So that's come from someone else. But oh. that's, I feel like that's me elevating it. It is. Sharing it. You are, you're sharing it. And the thing is, not everyone knows that. So it can be a thing that you're sharing it to your community, to your surroundings. You know what I mean? So. And if this isn't meat, want to sponsor this podcast, then, right. um, you, you please Tell do get Tell in touch them. with me. You can find Rosie at. <laughs> <laughs> at Rosie <Chana> <laughs> um, so talking about like influences and stuff in your life, like how um, important you were saying, you know, overcoming like barriers and stuff. How important do you think it is like having your sort of friends and family around you? Have they had an influence and, and enabled you to be more authentic? Mm, um, honestly, very important I think having the right friends around me number one was uh, a big factor in my life I know when I was in secondary school my best friend at the time I remember coming out gay to her actually and she was the first person I did and she just said to me she was like oh my gosh like don't tell your parents they're going to be very disappointed in you and I just I was shaking and I remember that encounter because I felt like she was my best friend and I felt like I could open up to her and we, you know, were close and etc. But that made me realize I was like, not everyone is there for you and they're not there for the right reasons, but also, you know, your true friends are the ones that will come into your life later. And they're the ones that are going to stick and really, you know, bring the best out of you. Um, and I feel like I found that now, but it took those experiences to realize like, people that I've spent maybe seven years with not necessarily going to be there with me and are not going to support me with everything, right? Um, So I think it's very important. Family as well, yes. But at the same time, I feel like, as you know, they always say, like, you know, uh, your friends are the family you choose and they're really the true ones out there with you for you. And I feel family are, you know, important. They do have love there for you. um, But you're not always going to bump heads with everyone. So maybe sticking with those family members that really want to inspire you and motivate you and allow you to be truly you and I found that with my brother who I live with now and he constantly reminds me of like the good that I've done and you know whenever I feel down like how much I've achieved and I think having that family member has been really important for me and if anything has helped me really just be out and proud Mm -hmm. to be fair. And what was your experience, I guess, like without digging in too deep about yeah. the coming out? Because you mentioned like when we were first chatting before this, um, that, you know, there's a lot of stereotypes about how it is like to come out to your like family. Um, was was that process like easy? You know, mm. do they uplift you? Yeah. I mean, for me, I never really I never really came out. And I feel that special in itself because I, number one, didn't feel like I had to come out. I feel I've always felt that we are all just the same people in a sense. Um, my coming out story was actually my brother telling my mum because I had like a year of just 
breaking down and not knowing, you know, what's going on and if this is okay and like that whole not typical scenario, but that whole scenario. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So my coming out was easy in the sense that I didn't have to physically say it. But I also felt that I was constantly told by my peers and society that I'm gay. And I was like, but I'm not. I'm not <laughs> gay. And I'm like, what's going on? And it's funny because I always say this, that people knew I was gay before I knew I was gay. And that says something. And I think that speaks volumes because when it comes to, you know, the, 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 the people out there that say it's chosen and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, is it though? Mm -hmm. Like if people knew this from, I, I was, I don't know, three or four and I didn't know myself until I was old enough to actually realize then how much of it is in, you know, control. Right. But, um, my coming out story was supportive in the sense that my family was still there. It was very hard for them to understand, of course, but it comes with time. It came with education. It came with talking. And I feel like we are now at a place where it, it feels better and it does help that my brother's also gay. So I think it, it maybe lessens the blow, mm -hmm. I guess. But I do say, cause we do have, I, I wanna say like closeted gays in our family. And it's just something that we don't talk about. And I say to my mom, I say, you know, it's not that difficult. You just don't want to know about it. And mm -hmm. when you're ready to know about it, happy to discuss it. But I'm not going to bring the discussion to the table unless you want the discussion on the table. So for me personally, it's not something I want to force upon my family members, but I'm also open to have a conversation. So when you're ready, let me know. Yeah. You know? Very enlightening, actually, that yeah. is. And uh, interesting as well that, like, there's some closeted uh, queerness. There is. And I think it comes down from culture, obviously, different countries. There's barriers, you know. But um, it it's also something that are just us as a family. We don't talk about love and affection as much. We don't talk about personal I mean, feelings. Which family, which family really of you know millennials what? like goes yeah, deep with that? Yeah, that's so true. And it's, it's, I do find it intriguing when I meet other people when they have this strong bond with like their mom or, you know, their uh, auntie or whatever. And I'm like, I do have that bond, but not to that degree. And I'm like, I don't know if I would want that. I'm not sure. Well, I, yeah, my, <clears throat> I mean, I love my mum to pieces. Like she's like my best friend, but sometimes it can get a little bit too intense. <laughs> yeah. So yeah there's like i feel like there's a happy ground in the middle okay good sorry mum, if you're listening to this Bless. she did think recently i was just telling you about um for, for context i went on a, a mystery trip on my own mm. um abroad and um i sent her a picture of myself in a park in a city park and um she took it upon herself to go and tell my dad that i was lost on a mountain <gasps> on my own oh and my that I'd gosh so irresponsibly gone hiking on my own oh, she fabricated this gigantic story that gosh. just wasn't true called my girlfriend my girlfriend calls me and she's like what are you doing where are you and I was like nowhere oh my days I'm just out for dinner and everyone's like oh everyone's worried about you wow too much too a little much. bit too much love you Sue but come on we've got to rein yeah. it in a little yeah, bit yeah yeah unless you want to write a book I mean that sounds great it yeah could be a good novel. <laughs> I feel like she could write a book on her own um so let's explore the, the second half of your tagline now mm -hmm. so being free and being mm. fabulous love this by the way Thanks. um any actionable tips for kind of self-confidence in social situations? Just taking it back to what I was saying earlier, like if you feel like maybe this time of year you're a little bit more on show to people. Mm. Oh, tips. Oh, do you know what? Leave your house feeling feeling great about yourself, number one. Um, and once you get to wherever you're going to, if it's in a public setting or, you know, in a in a 
a house and it's a party and there's people that you don't know, just walk in with your head up high and feel that freedom that you want and feel that respect that you want to get from others and just go with that energy. And when you have that energy, your surroundings will just be that energy. And I always say that because we are all energy at the end of the day, right? And we manifest what we want, um, you know, to a certain point, to a certain degree. And we treat people how we want to be treated. So it's difficult because you're, you're putting your most vulnerable self out there. But if you put it with such confidence, oh my gosh, the response, it, it would surprise you. And that would give you the, the light and the the vibe to keep on going and just being you free yeah I totally agree with that because when I used to go to events or like networking stuff for work um I would turn up and the first thing I would do is go to the toilet right. and just be like ah. oh no and like for the first five minutes I'd be like oh I don't want to like talk to anyone yeah. and I'd go out and I'd be in that mindset I'd be like oh I want to hide I'm at the buffet table I'd mm. be like scoffing all the buffet food mm. and they never went well and then after a while I was like I cannot go to the toilet I cannot hide for the no, first five yeah. minutes I have to push myself out there yeah and it, it does make a difference I think like actually shoving yourself like and saying being really strict and being like I have to walk into this yeah. rather than like back away from yeah, it yeah 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 and do something that makes you scared like if that makes you scared do it and then just see how that feels if it feels right and it wasn't that scary do it again you know and just find your find the feet into the in the in this big bad world and plant it there with the the sense of I belong here you know, rather than the sense of like, oh, I don't know, maybe it's a bit too much. Nothing's ever too much. Yeah. Like every, as much as everyone else is coming out and they're being themselves, I hope so anyway, is as much as you should go out and be yourself and not worry about it. Yeah, I love that. That um, actually feeds in quite well to some of the questions that I've had on TikTok. Oh, actually. nice. Um, it is, it's quite a niche question, but um, yeah. I'm really interested to hear what you say. Um. So someone has commented, and it's not the first time that someone's commented this, quite a few people have said it. Um, I struggle to make eye contact with the person that I like. Oh, hon. <laughs> I feel anxious. Help yeah. is a comment. I can't help you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> because I have that situation as well. I, I mean, oh my gosh, I just get that butterfly feeling. If I look at someone and I like them, it's, it's, it's very much a always looking away I can't really? keep it for longer than five seconds and you know what do you, I not, think want to, do you not want to reel them in though with I a bit do of... I do but my inner saboteur is like no Terry don't do it <laughs> it's so weird right but how can I give advice about this my advice for it would be maybe set yourself goals like set yourself a five second goal mm. look in the eyes five seconds then look away okay it wasn't too bad let's do 10 seconds 15 and then just capture the moment you yeah. know but I have friends who are just biting the bullet left, right, and center, sliding into DMs. They're just like <laughs> telling people how they feel, even if it's in person. And I love that. And I respect that. And I try and get my courage from them because at the end of the day, what have you got to lose, right? This is, this is what I think as well. And yeah. it's interesting that you said that because last night, so <laughs> sweet. But one of the comments on one of my videos was like, if I get to 100 likes or something, then that means that I have to take you out on a date. How Ooh. do you feel about this, Rosie? Yeah. And I did message back and I was like, well, I love it. I admire your confidence. It's very, very sweet. But yeah. I don't think Charlie would be too happy <laughs> about that. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were with someone. Oh, but I love it. You know, you I was like, I'm getting more and more of these, like seeing there what people go. are doing. And yeah. people are really, 
you know, people are into it. Yeah. Sliding in DMs. I've yeah. had friends who've slid into like celebs DMs. Yeah. One of my friends, um, he works at BuzzFeed. So he mm-hmm. does like interviewing of celebs. Nice. Just does the junkets. And then is like, so you're my number one crush. crush. How oh, do you feel about that? Oh, <laughs> nice. There's a show that I recently came across and it's, um, you, it's, I think it's called Secret Crush. I can't remember. And... They just they just sit there and waiting to waiting for whoever their crush is, and usually the, the person that comes through the doors is someone they work with, a close friend, and they just realize, oh yeah, you're my secret crush, and I'm like, whoa, I don't know how I would feel because, I mean, I do have a crush right now, and I'm finding it difficult to tell that person. But I did say to myself, you know what, Tarek, by the end of this year, you need to just tell them how you feel, and what it will be will be. Yeah, because you can only gain something from it. You're not losing it because you don't have anything in, in, mm-hmm. at this moment. You will only have it if you tell the person, number one, or it just goes back to normal everyday life because you didn't have that person in the first place, you know? I Please tell me you're going to do some sort of love actually. Like oh my God. Card imagine. reveal. Yeah. I'm living for this now. Card reveal. Oh no. I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm. What should I do? Should I do the whole like 90s like boombox and <laughs> at the window? <laughs> Maybe you could get like a really meaningful present like they did on The Office, the comedy show. And like something oh, yeah. that they really like that's very oh, yeah. specific. Mm. Like show that you care. Okay. I always thought that was quite a sweet idea. I'm going to have to keep you updated now. Yeah. See how it, how it unfolds. So another question, very appropriate to move mm-hmm. on to. Is it okay to flirt with someone whilst they're at work? Was oh. another question we had. Oh, I know. That's what I thought as well. Immediately, I, I was know. like, "Yes," but then I was like, "No." But yes. yeah, because then you know, what is it? HR gets involved, and well, I think the co- so the context okay, is go. key here, isn't it? Yeah, because it is. I myself have had a bit of a situation when I okay. worked at an office, and I would say ear away from that because yeah. that's a whole thing on its own. Yeah. But if you're like maybe in a coffee shop and maybe you fancy like the waiter or the waitress, yeah that's okay i feel like that could be cute i think most of the time if you're spending eight hours a day with someone mm. every day yeah i mean why not it's eight hours in a coffee shop that's gonna be an expensive Mate. trip oh sorry <laughs> i was i thought they worked there oh you mean like as a passerby oh someone's going in oh, someone's going in you. oh yeah go for it yeah yeah spend your money yeah. get your cappuccinos yeah there was a starbucks in brixton um it's not there anymore but um and i would be a regular customer and I would do some work there sometimes. And this was a few years ago. And there was this person that worked there. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. And I was like, I don't know how to tell him that he's so cute. But then one time I came in and he wasn't serving me, but he was like, Tarek, right? And I went, yeah. He was like, oh, okay, so even it loves me, yeah. And that for me was like, oh my gosh, he knows my drink, he knows my name. Like there must be something there, I don't know. And like, so I made sure I made conversation and blah, blah. And then one time I gave him my cards and I left my number on there. And I was like, oh, hey, like this is for you. Like, you know, do as you wish with it. Didn't hear back from him. But at the same time, I thought, yeah, why not? Like it's a public setting. You're not working with the person. I feel like it's very American as well. Like that's how a lot of American movies go. And it's just mm. like, oh, why don't you call me? Or like you, you write yeah. your number on like a bill or something like that. Exactly. We need to, I feel like we need to adopt that a bit more in this yeah. country because we're all just like, I like this person, but I'm not going to do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, do it. And like, just go for it, you know. Again, yeah. what you've got to lose. You've so only got to gain we're saying, it. We're saying yes to that one. Yes. Um, and the last question. Um, I'm queer, but I've only dated cis straight men so far. Um, I feel like I'm not really part of the community. Okay. Any tips on this? 
for somebody who wants oh. to this is an interesting one because mm. it's a little bit about what we're talking about like do you feel the need to fit in should you just mm. be comfortable with how you are yeah I mean personally from someone who feels like has never fitted in to a community or to a topic or a category I feel like no just you know have your own have your own vibe have your own you know uh box I guess like without being in a box if that makes sense make your own box make your own box build a box like exactly. build a bag but a box exactly like create a scene for yourself within the community rather than trying to fit into a community and you're already part of the community we're here we're open arms you know um don't feel like you have to date a specific person to be part of the community you know it's 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 more than that right it's more than who you're seeing who you're sleeping with it's about you know what you bring to the table your energy your your views I guess like it's just being open and welcoming to everyone rather than a specific type you know yeah there's no one way I say it all the time on this podcast there's no one way to be gay no there isn't you can do whatever you want yeah tell them tell them Rosie be yourself be you free and fabulous (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much Sharik for coming on this podcast it's been a joy um and it's been very enlightening and interesting and I'm definitely going to take away some of these tips and use them myself um yeah thank you so much for imparting thank you for having me if people want to find out more about you then how do they do you want to give them some sure why not you can find me on instagram tiktok at Tarek quest which is my full name um and then everything else is history you can dm me if you want you can tweet me <laughs> it's official you can slide into Derek's dms slide into my dms bills <laughs> i love it well thank you so much for listening guys to not a phase as always if you liked it please do rate subscribe wherever you get your podcast from and we will see you next week i don't know why i said we i will see you next week Tarek might you know might be, <laughs> might be coming back you Who know knows? might be a regular um but yeah have a lovely lovely week and i will chat to you soon Bye. Bye.